I'm so excited to start this journey of the Sit Down Podcast and I'm hoping to grow and laugh together um, with you all through this journey of adulting. Um, This recent period of my life has taught me so much about who I am, who I thought I was and who I'm becoming or had to be perhaps. So for now, I'd like to reflect on where I am and where we are as South Africans and perhaps even South African women. We're dealing with gender-based violence as an epidemic in South Africa right now. Solutions are needed. South African women are tired but determined to make government fix this problem. We are holding them accountable and holding every single man in our space accountable to being the solution towards a better South Africa for women. Personally, I have also been doing some re-evaluating on some things. So these are the following things I've been um, evaluating myself on and reflecting on and growing through. Healing as a woman. I feel as though black and brown people post-apartheid in our country, and especially women, have a lot of healing to do. You know, there was a time when, in the past, when my mother or my grandmother reflects, where your mother would come to your home after you've given birth and be with you, spend some time with you, um, be able to help you through the nursing of your babies, help you transition into motherhood. And I know that through conversations and through reflections with a lot of women, we don't have that luxury right now. We have parents that themselves are playing catch up whilst we are going through the phase of raising children, marriage, growing, growing with our children, raising children that are raising us. And both these moments are momentous occasions and these are causes for celebration. However, we have to deal with this through space and time to process and experience this and also experience the trauma. We don't have the luxury of having our parents at hand. So I did not take a break after each birth. I did not have moments where, or months where my mother came through to my home to process all of this or to walk through the journey with me of parenting. It was done via WhatsApp. It was done via phone calls. It was done via pop-ups, you know, or or pop-throughs to my house to check if I was okay. And these effects of not letting go sometimes have taken quite an effect on my body. So this, I would probably um, label this chapter as becoming all way to. But what does that mean? It's taking back a lot of self, taking back my health, taking back my functionality as a human, and taking back my power in throwing away the societal restrictions or the limiting beliefs of where I should be. And I think a lot of the time we're told to be strong, to deal with the blows that we're taking as women. But we need to take time out to say, is this normal? Do I feel normal? Hormonally, do I feel balanced? Do I feel okay? So I've had to take on a lot of, you know, self-responsibility to say, you're not okay. You're not functioning. And, you know, having birthed my second child and gone through postpartum depression then, and then having a third child, not fully healing from that. I've gone through a lot of therapy, cupping, going to doctors, visiting homeopaths, And finally found my way to my healing and found my way to I feel somewhat normal, finally. And I've also had to rethink some boundaries and filters and how not every thought that I have has to become a thought that is outed or a thought that becomes a tweet or a thought that needs to be shared. How it could be my diary sessions to myself. How I could just write some things down and go back and reflect some years later on, huh? You've grown. 
You've become your human. This is The Sit Down with Olwe Tule Shabani, a podcast for women everywhere who are exploring the art of superwoman. Remember how J-Lo got caught up in Puffy's club bang-ups? I mean, that resulted in them both being arrested and released after shootings in a club back in the day. So if you're 2000, you will not remember this. But she loved her bad boy until loving him came at her so quick. And also remember Black China and Rob and how their relationship ended up in Rob losing so much weight. Kanye even rapped about it in Life of Pablo. That was awkward. And also locally, our very own Bonangan, a.k.a. And he raps about it in the song Beyonce. I guess he doesn't want a Beyonce, but also communicate if you don't want a Beyonce. And I will tell you whether I don't want certain things or not. I mean, if if you're going to date me and I have Beyonce expectations and standards, I will expect you to take me across the world to go buy me Balenciagas. Duh. But this might come off as a cheesy setup, but really what I'm getting at is relationships and the importance of choosing your partner and being intentional at it is so important. After the pheromones have died down and the blush of young is still heaving in the air, how many of us think about and discuss the real expectations we have of a partner? What expectations do we have in the relationship? What do you want? What do you aspire for? What is the timeline? I mean, there's somebody I had a conversation with, you know, a while ago, a friend of mine who says, when I get into a relationship, I have a, I set a year timeline. I'm like, this is the contract sign off. One August, we sign off this contract. One August next year is the expiry date. So if before the 1st of August, I feel like, you, I, we can go a little longer. We'll do an extension. But every time I get into a new relationship, I have a one year timeline. After that one year, don't expect a renewal. You must know what we are done. Unless I say otherwise. Unless we, and then we can go on a month to month from there, if so be it. If I come and I knock at your door, it's a booty call. You must just know. That is me. That's who I am. So do we ever remember or go back to our relationships and sit a person down and say, what are we here for? What is beyond this beautiful days of liking each other? Do we have specific values that sustain us or motivate us along the journey? So yeah, do we even have fast and hard boundaries that we enforce on our relationships or we have or rules that we establish to move beyond the craziness of a relationship? So today I'm talking about relationship deal breakers on the sit down. What are the things that are an absolute no-no in your relationship? What are the things that will make hard and fast and set as precedence to your relationship in order to proceed and grow your relationship with a person? So I'm going to be chatting to my friend Speech, who is an Umshabuwenena radio presenter, as well as a huge social media influencer. And he's always sharing his insights on relationships, as well as beyond relationships, relationships with our family and friends. So let's talk with Speech and break down these relationship deal breakers a bit further. So I want to uh, to talk about relationship deal breakers, Nimdas. So... For example, you have the likes of the Jennifer Lopez and the Puffies, right? Um, that had their relationships that like were super amazing. And then Guapela. And then Monangan, a.k.a. I don't want to get into that one. <laughs> and then Black China and Rob Kardashian. So what is your relationship deal breaker? And 
why do you feel having a relationship deal breaker is so important um, when starting a relationship? Or is it one of those things you pick up along, like, as, as you're relationshiping? A relationship, a relationship deal breaker is very important to me because when you meet with a potential significant other, you're basically meeting an adult that's been doing life without you. Just the first part, isn't it? Mm. And so it is important for you to to set boundaries for yourself because in as much as you are in a relationship or you are about to do life with this individual, you also need to protect yourself somehow. And so relationship deal breakers are important so that when the person decides to either be unfaithful or not be committed to what you had agreed on, you can then always go back and say that this is what we had agreed on. This is what I wanted. This was my deal. And, and so I'm not taking this, you know? Mm. So it's important to set boundaries to protect yourself also within the relationship. Also, I think it, it's just a, a manual of thought. This is how we're doing our love story. This is how we're going to relationship together. Um, I'm not doing that, but I'll do B. I'll compromise for C. If, if D makes you happy, then we can do B. But I'm all about A, B, and Z. Are things that are, you know, superficial also important to include as relationship deal breakers? Like, if he smells bad, it's my relationship deal breaker. Or if his breath stinks, it's a relationship deal breaker. Or if and we're at the beginning of the relationship and he says he's a hustler, is that a relationship deal breaker? I think also it depends on what you want and also what, besides what you want, what is it that you can tolerate? What is it that you can work on? Because bad bread, smelly shoes are things you can work on, you know? Uh, one being overweight or one having bad habits are things you can at least assist them to change. There are things, however, that I can personally I cannot tolerate. Unfaithfulness is one of them. Dishonesty is one of them. Mm. Uh, inconsistency in whichever way. If you step something or this is the treatment I get from you, can I not get something that is not familiar that I'm not familiar with two weeks down the road because now we are suddenly used to each other or you just choose to change without consulting me? So consistency, faithfulness, and and honesty. Um, those are my deal breakers. You cannot. So you know, finicky things like bed red or you know yellow teeth or no, I'm cool with that because that I can help you change. Mm. Um, you know, those, and it those, me, those are not attached to your character. And it brings me to my next and the last question. Um, yeah. Do you have any deal breakers? Can you give me three examples of your own deal breakers? Um, and then do you also believe in helping somebody glow up and level up in life? Or is it one of those where I am and Sipusha like individually and then we'll, we'll, we'll meet there where we are glowed up and we've arrived? <laughs> I, uh, I will start with the last question. I'm definitely a builder. So, I am going to assist you to be a better, a better person. If I see that you are committed, um, and also this is something you'd like to change about yourself, you know, um, I think it's also in my character. I'm, I'm, I'm naturally a natural. Um, and so if I see that really there's potential and you're somebody who really wants to be a better person, you just, you know, you're failing somehow, I will assist you. Mm. My deal breakers, um, you know, <laughs> sure, lies, guys. Um, <laughs> I know maybe this might sound like a cliche, but you, I can't deal with lies. And we love lies, Tina Gemanto Mazano. Yo, we love lies. Yo, the karate, the karate. I cannot, you know. <laughs> I cannot because um, if if you if you feed me a lie or you tell me a lie, there are two things that concern me. Mm. The first thing is that I will not be able to protect you should the truth come out. Yeah, yeah. Number two, my concern is that. 
you looked at me, you basically put me on a scale and you thought, uh-uh, no, these are nigga basically in Obu So yes, I was not yes. the truth and honesty to you. But this one, we are Katega. Exactly. So, so you basically insulted my intelligence in your own little meeting that you had with yourself concerning me was the agenda. Yes. And, 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 and you thought I was not worth the truth. And, and I feel a person who tells, especially a big lie, there's an, own, uh, there's an element of, 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 of not trusting. So you probably have trust issues where I'm concerned or you generally have trust issues. Mm. And so if you can't trust me with the truth, I'm sorry. Bounce. Next. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. So how have you um, dealt with or felt in situations where somebody else's deal breaker or you were the problem and somebody else's deal breaker had now been imposed on you? How did how did that feel to you and how do you react to it? If a deal breaker is imposed to me, then I think that's where the problem starts. Because deal breakers are supposed to be communicated on the onset of our relationship. Mm. And so if, if, if you're not going to communicate your deal breakers and then suddenly have a problem when I'm behaving a certain way or I'm doing certain things, then we are going to have a problem. And unfortunately, I will not take or apologize for something I was not aware of. You get my point? Mm. But if, if, especially when I see that you are imposing, unless maybe, yes, of course, you just forgot to communicate, you know, it's one of those issues, it's something, let's say maybe your, your insecurities. Yeah. Um, you know, this is something you're quite insecure about and I wasn't sensitive enough to, to accommodate you or to protect you. I'll definitely apologize because at the end of the day, I still need to do life with you. You understand? Mm-hmm. I will apologize, but let's look at the way forward. How do you accommodate each other without like we, you know, were on each other's throats and without you seeing like you are protecting me or projecting on me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shamam. Alrighty. Bye. Enjoy the rest Bye. of your day. <laughs> You've been listening to The Sit Down with Olwe Tule Shabani, a podcast for women everywhere who are exploring the art of superwoman. Superwoman.